What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Color Pink. Thank you for tuning in. In this episode, we're going to be talking about weakness as a strength. It's a little bit of an obvious episode, I think, but I feel like there's some insights, some nuances, which you guys will appreciate. So let's get right into it. So what inspired this episode is me thinking about what makes me tick. And it's important to me to... um to know like how I work and more importantly how to recover because we're all always faced with challenges and if we know how to pull ourselves out of the ditch it's like helpful it saves us a lot of time this came up during that like reflection process I guess this episode would be quite helpful for um, a lot of us who think that strength is something that is a universal fix to all your problems like it's so it's so like the the microcosm of like strength and weakness that's painted by mainstream stuff we consume is kind of inaccurate like quite inaccurate in the sense that like i feel like the mess- the messy nuances of like real life situations are not represented well in the stuff that we often hear that's kind of what this podcast as a whole actually is about it's about painting like the real life authentic um like other side of common commonly held beliefs and commonly held things finding the deeper meaning the true meaning or the truer meaning um behind things which are really simple and common such as what we want our habits i've talked about all those different things and this is an episode on weakness which is something which we you know traditionally perceive as something that's bad so what weakness means to me, the first thing I think about is loneliness because loneliness is one of my biggest weaknesses. I thrive around people. And the problem is because of my lifestyle, which is like mostly work, because if you like have listened to this podcast a little bit, you can know that I'm a content creator, but also by day I work a nine to five job. So I've got this podcast to think about, like um, I have Medium articles, YouTube videos, Snap, LinkedIn, TikTok, all these things, Instagram, which I create content for, but I also have um, a day job, nine to five on weekdays, and I also am human, so I have to like sleep, eat, whatever. Because if I didn't need to sleep, let me tell you, it would be a breeze to do this two jobs, two and a half. And I'm also running Alpaca Apparel, which is one of the brands, one of the brands I'm just starting, um, a fashion brand. So there's stuff to do with that too. So in all that, like. There's all kinds of errors that come up because you're not really... It's kind of like a little bit more than what I'm capable of doing naturally. So you kind of have to push against the boundaries all the time. And that brings up a lot of weaknesses. It it shows you, it brings to light a lot of the failure points because you're always failing when you're trying to maintain a schedule like mine. And like one of those failure points is loneliness because I literally do not have enough time to hang out with everyone that I want to hang out with at the like at the regularness at which I want to hang out with them it's quite it's quite um shocking the amount the 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 level at which this bothered me so I was quite stunned and so I had to circumvent it somehow I had to fix this and the way I turned this into my strength is I intentionally said okay this clearly bothers me a lot being lonely so what if i choose it to bother me well what if i choose to let it 
and I choose to like make this my weakness because when you are bothered by loneliness, it's not the fact that you don't have someone to hang out with that sticks with you more. It's the fact that you don't want to be perceived as lonely, especially in that in the context of this specific problem. I I don't know it might be different for you for other problems, but that that's the main problem. Like you don't want to be the guy who's lonely, um, and so I just accepted that. I just like got rid of it, and I'm like, okay, who gives a fuck? Like it can kind of become a, like this running joke I have. I'm always lonely, but um, more importantly, I accepted it as a weakness that I choose. And when you make the weakness something that you choose yourself it becomes a strength because it can no longer be used against you if you because when you intentionally choose the weakness to be your weakness you learn how to play with it you're like okay how does this fit into my life how do i like um how do i play with this what's funny about this is and sorry about the ambulance in the background and the dogs howling i live in the middle of the city so you know shit like this happens i don't know why it happens so often but it does um when you when you let go of worrying about having the weakness when you intentionally make it your own you start to find little creative solutions to actually solve it so it becomes less of a weakness at the same time so for instance for loneliness it just requires like a little bit of efficiency for me to sustain interactions like there's all, all kinds of things i can do with my schedule but some of it involves like efficiency some of it involves just like losing a little bit of traction every now and then strategically so that I can maintain my sanity and make up for it on the next day or something like that. Seizing opportunities when they come, um, picking the right relationships to invest in, all these different things, they can help in me to fix in me fixing the problem, but only when I embrace the weakness as a strength. But more importantly, the, the reason I think this is important um, to absorb is because I think as humans, we're kind of these beautiful creatures who are poetically flawed kind of like how um you know in 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 the in the greek tragedies the hero always has a flaw like that's what makes it a tragedy because you if if it's like a fucking op hero then he just like slays all the monsters and gets their girl and has a bunch of kids that's not really interesting because like I, i don't know i guess we're sadistic that way we don't like to read happy stories like that what makes them epic and what makes them like tragic is that the hero has a flaw which makes it hard for him to accomplish his quest or at least that's what i think it is because i don't really do that much of history reading but i remember that kind of from english class so let's just hope that's correct um but i think humans are kind of the same way what makes us really special is that we are flawed and we have to work through our flaws in order to accomplish great things if we were all like machines and we could just get like a new brain, like a new component to fix our laziness, to fix our like exercise issue, to fix our childhood trauma, to fix all these different things, it wouldn't be valuable anymore because anyone could go and fix like a part of their brain and then become this like super amazing creative genius. Then creative geniuses becomes like a Creative, creative geniuses become like a commodity. It's just a matter of who can afford like the brains, brain replacements, and then you become like Steve Jobs. It can be anyone. That's that's not what makes this valuable. What makes our achievements as people valuable is that not many people can do them. Especially you know the higher you get, whether it's like creating art or like creating a podcast, an Instagram account, a model. Well, to some extent, models. You could say that 
it's also a function of random things you don't choose, such as genetics. But models also sustain a lifestyle which is quite hectic, especially successful ones, that most people can't sustain. So it's it's kind of it's it's there's a lot of talent involved too. It's not just like looks. But the point is I think weakness is important to embrace, especially and it's more importantly more important than embrace, it's important to um be okay with and kind of um enjoy in a weird way because that's part of what makes us human. We all have weaknesses. That's what people mean when they say we're human. It's not making an excuse for the fact that you fucked up. It's just it when people say we're human, it's to carry the sentiment, to embody the sentiment that we have flaws and that's what makes us beautiful. And that's that's a key thing to understand about weakness. We all have our own weaknesses, but that's what makes us us. It's just as important as your strengths. For instance, one of my biggest weaknesses is I just can't follow what I don't believe in. And I know this is a problem that many people want to have because they're trying to be edgy, but I literally can't. Like, I, I mean, I, I suffered through school for like 12, 14 years of my life, and it was absolutely a pain in the ass. And it, like, has... <laughs> It's just it just fucked me up in so many ways. I'm just I lost a lot of energy from school, which I'm not proud of. I should have been more detached from it. But you know, you can only do so much when you're inundated with the same bullshit ideologies every day in, day out. But the point is, that's something I can't do. Like you couldn't if I if I had a choice between like if a guy pointed a gun to my head and said, Okay, you're either gonna get a bachelor's degree in like the easiest thing, it can be anything, like psychology, English, pick whatever, you but you need to get a bachelor's degree or I will shoot you in about a year from now. I'll be like, okay, what date? What is date is it gonna be? I'm gonna put it on my calendar because I'm just gonna go live the best year of my life because I literally could not go to college. I could not be in school. That's just not something I can do. Like it physically would make me, like it made me suicidal when I was in school. That's how bad it is because it's just not something I can do. That's a big weakness of mine, but it's also responsible for one of my greatest achievements or like some of my greatest achievements and one of my greatest strengths because I couldn't do school, so I couldn't just fall back on the system that we all fall back on, or we can always fall back on. But that meant that I had to venture off on my own and find my own shit, which I was interested in, and get good at it. Which is what led to this podcast, which is what led to my writing, which is what led to photography, which is what led to um, you know, my videos, which is what led to my fashion business, which is what led to all the kind of, like 95% of what I do, what I spend my time on, is a direct result of me being shit at school and having to find something else to occupy my time and build my life on. That's the thesis of this episode. It's that your weaknesses make you you. So you shouldn't disregard them or like wish they weren't there. Instead, you should make them your strength because they are. They're, they're what makes you you. And I don't know, this is like, this might be a cliche, cliche positive way to think about it, which you might be pretty tired of. But it's a framework that is helpful. It's a framework that works because we all have to deal with these things. We all have to deal with shortcomings. And if you can deal with them in a way that glorifies them or in other words, like makes them acceptable or at the very least acceptable, acceptable or if not like unique or like useful in some way, it's what it, it's like it's a much better way to deal with it. I'll give you another example. So, 
I wanted to start a YouTube channel in the start of 2019. So the first thing I thought of was, okay, what do YouTubers in my niche do? What do other YouTubers in my niche do? And so I looked at a bunch of stuff they did and I tried to emulate it. But like I said, like that was the first mistake because I can't do shit I don't believe in. So even though I was getting like, you know, views and like some traction using that, um, that method, I never really made a breakthrough until I started making shit regardless of what other people thought of it. I just did it because that's what I wanted to make. Of course, for the first few times, it's absolute trash because you haven't practiced that. But eventually, it's something you've always um, been authentic. Like it's something authentically you want to make. And then eventually when you get good at it, that's like the sweet combination. And then you just like, you know, do a little bit of the due diligence as in like market it the right way, you know, make sure your discoverability is fine. And then you, you, you gain some traction. But more importantly, it's not just traction. It's like authentic traction that you actually enjoy building because it's something authentic to you. You're not just pretending. And that's, that's one way, like, you know, weakness can become your strength because just cause I can't, I can't follow and like jump on a trend. I have to discover my own shit, which creates a better relationship for uh, me and my audience, but also leads me to discover how to make content that's more authentic to myself. And you know, the list of examples can go on, but you get the point by now, probably. Start thinking of weakness as a strength, not something to be shirked off, not something to be ashamed of. Like I said in the first part of this, it's strategic to turn your weaknesses into something you can um, flex, so to speak, but it's also, like, poetically speaking, a good thing to do. Because that's what makes us human. We're human that way, because we are flawed. Anyway, that's the episode of The Color Pink I leave you with today. Let me just finish um, the episode by telling you some of the most popular episodes. Because, by the way, if, you're, if you um, are here for just the meat and potatoes of like the mindset stuff, it's done for this episode, so you can skip. But this is just for the people who want... Um, like some more housekeeping stuff. I know some people enjoy that kind of shit. I can't imagine why. Well, I, I know I can't imagine why because if you, I guess if you like me enough, then you can kind of be entertained by the little things in my life. Kind of like how I'm super entertained with fucking anything Emma Chamberlain does. I fucking love Emma Chamberlain. Fucking like she could be in a car drinking iced coffee for 15 minutes just talking about how shit the coffee is and I could watch it. Like literally. I have, I have a soft spot for Emma Chamberlain. Anyway, um, Ellie Thuman's actually not bad too if you... If you, since we're on the topic of YouTubers. Anyway, anyway, my Anchor app has finally started up. Popular episodes in the past few runs. Motivation isn't always natural. Holy shit, that took off like really quick. In a Wow. Motivation isn't always natural. That's a highly popular episode. It's uh, two days ago. Let's see. Habits are dangerous, even good ones. That's also a close, closely popular. Holy shit, okay. Most popular of all time is still the case for laziness. The other two are catching up. Um, habits are dangerous and motivation isn't always natural. It's catching up to the case for laziness, but the case for laziness is still the most played episode of all time. See, okay, an- another thing I saw in the analytics today that I don't quite get is one of the episodes from before, a very early episode, is becoming like, is rising together with all these recent ones, which are actually quality episodes. And the, ep- the old episode that is rising is called What Is This Podcast? It's literally recorded on February 8th, 2019. 
it's the first episode of this podcast. And let me tell you, I tried listening to it just now, and it's absolute trash. Like, I don't know why you guys are listening to it. I guess because you're confused. Like, you want to know more about this. And the problem is that that episode, what is this podcast that you scroll to and listen to, unfortunately for you and your ear eardrums, that's not serving this podcast well. So I'm thinking of remaking it, like remaking a modern version. And I was, I was just like, I don't know if there's a way to do this, but I want to pin it to the top. Um, of like different places you listen to I'm not sure if there's a way to do that But if I if there is, I'll definitely do it Because what is this podcast, that account I can't imagine that doing good things to this podcast Because I listened and it was like Oh my god, why would you do that Actually, you know what The next episode after that How I Stay Happy February 8th also, 2019 That's like also doing pretty well um, I'm, I'm not sure why I guess it is is. Is this podcast sorted in reverse, like from the earliest episodes on some platforms? I really wonder. Or maybe people are sorting it just to see how far back it goes. Um, and they just listen to the first two episodes. Which is probably why a lot of people aren't sticking. Because first two episodes are trash. Probably trash, right? Like, I haven't listened to How I Stay Happy, but I know what is this podcast is kind of trash. But yeah, How I Stay Happy is actually the second most popular episode. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, don't listen to it. But it is the second or third most popular episode. But in terms of recent ones, motivation isn't always natural. It's a good one. Habits are dangerous. Even good ones, in parentheses. Uh, case for laziness. Pay attention to your fun. All good shit you can stream. The case for pain also is rising. So, yeah, those are episodes that you can check out if you so desire. Anyway, if you like this kind of shit and you're on Apple Podcasts, do leave us a rating. It helps this podcast grow. Anywhere else, follow and subscribe so that you get notified when we post new episodes. It's usually within this time, give or take a few hours every day. This is Mika with the color pink daily. I will get back to you tomorrow, cocksuckers. I really love making this podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace out.